Hello everyone, Sick Gavin here. I'm just here to give an explanation as to why this episode, in which the hosts clearly state it's going up on New Year's Day, is being uploaded late in the day on the 2nd. I could sit here and be like, I'm sick and feel bad, but that's not actually the reason. The real reason is I took a bunch of extra shifts at work to help pay for PodCon, and I forgot what day it was for a couple of days, uh, so that's on me. But enjoy this wonderful episode, and uh, welcome Aya, who is a co-host that you've heard before, but Aya did a lot of editing in this episode, and I want to say a really good job at it. So, yeah, welcome assistant editor Aya. Also, here's the show. Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patron, to the Red Light Library. I'm your host for this week, Aya, joined by Aaron. Hello! Hello. So, what are we reading this week? So, this week, uh, first of all, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, this episode should be going out on New Year's Day, I believe. Um, and we want it to be thematically appropriate. So today we are discussing A Swinging New Year's Eve by Kirsten McCurran. So this is, uh, I'll read you the, the synopsis. Allison and Jack are shocked when their close friends, Kari and Garrett, confess they are swingers. They thought swinging went out with the 70s, like disco and shag carpeting. However, after hearing their friends' reasons for opening their marriage to other partners, Allison can't stop thinking that a little experimentation might be the thing to shake things up in her own marriage. Allison fears Jack's reaction if she brings up the outlandish suggestion, but little does she know her husband has been thinking along the same lines. The couple decides to attend a New Year's Eve party with Kari and Garrett, and Allison must decide if she can buck a lifetime of following the rules to become a risk taker. And can Jack handle seeing his wife with another man? Strangely, the prospect excites him as much as it frightens him. So this is a, it's a first time swingers story. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty good. I, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's one of the longer stories. Uh, you can get it on yes. $3 for $3 on uh, Kindle. And it's, I think, 88 pages is what it says. Yeah. I mean, I read it on Kindle. I don't know what units they use. It's not pages, but it's four hundred. It's like 1,430 somethings. It is, it is a bit, yeah, it is a bit longer. Um, it's a longer story, but I think that really... It's totally not worth wasted it. space. Yeah, not it's wasted. not wasted, with the, with the exception of one thing that we'll get to. Oh, and okay. <laughs> one of the reasons this is so good is because the preface says that this story was originally written 15 years ago, and then the author, now that they know more about the swinging lifestyle, rewrote it. And that that has done the story a lot of good. It comes from um, a place of being somewhat knowledgeable about the subject. Yeah, and also it's of, not you know, pure imagination, and it's no. not a single sex scene as we would normally see, as and as I've normally seen on this show before, with short like ten page erotica. Yeah, yeah, like this is like you know it is a longer story, and 
a lot of that isn't sex, but a lot of it is. But what is most impressive to me about it is that a lot of it is foreplay, not in as in for the characters, but for the readers. Like we'll there, get into a, it uh, yeah. when we get into the story summary, but um, I believe the story is in eight chapters. Is that right? Yes. Something like that. Chapters. But the first three quarters of the story is basically just our main characters, Allison and Jack, being kind of socially anxious and just awkward at a party, which yeah. <laughs> sounds awful, I, but I loved it so no, much. No, it's not awful at all. It's wonderful. Um, so the story begins... With uh, Allison and Jack uh, hanging out with their couple friends, Kari and Garrett, who, by the way, are kind of shitty people. They, they're they hanging out and it's like, oh, you've got a night off with the kids. Why are you hanging out with us? You should be banging. Um, and that's, the, that's a very judgmental way to talk to your friends, but okay. So one thing yeah, that I do know... It's pretty immediate. They're, they're like yeah. adult couples in their, I think, like 40s or something. Yeah, I think 40s, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like the kids are doing something else, so it's just these two couples hanging out and talking, and we cut in as soon as they start talking about their sex lives. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my spot. So I will say, the first thing I noticed, uh, which worried me a little bit, was the dialogue, while far from the worst dialogue that we've had on the show, it is a little bit clunky and unrealistic. Some of the things these characters, particularly like Kari and Garrett, they don't talk like normal people. Having said that, it gets better. I, I found Are there any lo- particular quotes you wanted to share? The um, So the two I have highlighted are, um, you know, in response to why aren't you banging, Jack is like, hey, we do okay. Like, we don't need to jump each other every second, you know, we're home. And that's fine. But then Garrett replies with, hey, no reason to get defensive, man. And I'm like, he, he wasn't. Like, <laughs> that is not an appropriate reaction. Um, and then the one that really made me cringe was Kari asks, when's the last time you two screwed? And That's something it, I noticed too. It uh, just comes off as weird. <laughs> the word screwed that they use yeah. is a little odd uh, in certain places. Yeah. Which like it's is not, strange uh, to me because the characters are supposed to be in their 40s. And the author, I think, is uh, I think maybe in her 30s or somewhere around there. So, Well, I mean, she's, yeah, like... A, like Old enough that this was written 15 years ago, originally. Right, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this this could just be a characterization thing, because um, I found them just as irritating when they return later in the story as well. So it could just be that I hate these characters, <laughs> <laughs> admittedly. Uh, they're not the best. Um, we don't dwell on them too long. No. They are just sort of uh, a way to introduce our main characters, Jack and Allison, into the swing life yes they do the whole like oh are we you know let's tell them about what we do and it's swinging and they have a conversation about it um which is actually they do seem like... very open about talking to it although i think a few lines it is supposed to sort of suggest that they were like nervous about telling their friends about it but yeah that's i didn't get that sense they incongruence because like... <laughs> <laughs> um if you're if you're like not sure if you want to tell people you're a swinger you don't fucking get into these conversations like it yeah it does not it that is an incongruence because it does not work at all um, i mean i don't know how people actually get into swing so maybe this is not like this trust me no okay <laughs> <laughs> um well like yes in the sense that friends will mention it sometimes that can be a way people get into it but either it's some they think something's wrong and they're prying and so that's that's when you get hesitant people sort of coming out for lack of a better phrase about it 
um, or people who are just genuinely keen to tell people. Um, this doesn't feel particularly realistic to me. Having said that, all my experience with sex parties and that kind of culture is based in, like, pansexual events, uh, with, like, a lot of queer focus. Maybe straight people do it differently. And I, and I say, like, pansexual events because I don't just go to queer events. Like, I have gone to, like, mixed events, but I've never gone to a straight swingers event. So that is a hole in my experience. I imagine it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and, like, some of the stuff, like, that I imagine is actually in this story, so I wonder if maybe that is a thing. Uh, one thing I did want to note early on, they mention something about a jelly bean jar, which confused me because I didn't know what this was. Uh, the jelly bean jar test or theory or something like that is, uh, I looked it up, it's uh, the first year of a couple being together. Every time they have sex, they put a jelly bean in a jar. And then after that first year, every time they have sex, they take a jelly bean out of the jar. And the theory is that for most couples, the difference uh, it, is such yeah. that the jar never empties. Wow, The that's... first year versus <laughs> the rest of life. That does not seem accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, again, it's enough I... that it's a theory and I guess, I don't know. Maybe Straight it's people true. are wild. I don't understand. Um <laughs> <laughs> just have sex when you want to it's it's easy <laughs> like <laughs> anyway yeah god that's so weird i've got a bit of culture shock hearing that that's just really odd oh yeah so one of the things that and this is like could be an issue but it's written quite well is allison allison's idea of what counts as kinky is extremely vanilla well sure i mean this is supposed to be a pretty vanilla couple. Yeah, and like, and that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't irritate me. Normally, when stories go, oh, let's talk about kinky shit, it's like, oh yeah, all right. But this, in this case, it actually works. Like these, that's what these characters are. They are very like n- normal, like waspy sort of like vanilla people. Um, I believe the thing you're referencing specifically is Allison is sort of like shocked at the mention of uh sex toys i think is yeah all sex says. toys and and um uh, garrett says we do lots of things all the normal stuff you know like a little role play dressing up toys other props oh wow, yeah that's yeah. the normal stuff yeah um, i wonder what you guys consider kinky you don't have a toy kari scoffed allison sipped her wine and managed not to blush more deeply without looking up from her glass she replied i prefer using my fingers and I actually really like that. I found it makes her quite endearing, like not in a, not in a gross, like innocent way, but just, you know, she doesn't think about that kind of stuff. And it sort of lends a bit of credence to the fact that, you know, all of this is new and scary. So yeah, I quite liked that. But at the same, yeah, like the, at the same time, they're not like awkward teenagers. These are like adults. Yes. Like these are, know? exactly. These, these aren't like yeah exactly these these are grown adults having a conversation like for all that the dialogue can be a bit weird at times like at no point did i feel like i was reading a story about a couple of early 20s people these are people who have had a life together for a long time so far and like have a fairly strong sense of identity and what they're into and maturity like as much as i don't want to think about it they are my parents age (laughs) uh so yeah, so they sort of go, ooh, like, swinging, and... 
You guys sleep with other people? You, like like you swap people. partners? Jack asked. There's a lot of, you can't see my face when I'm doing this, but there's a lot of, what? Like from Jack <laughs> yeah. and Allison. Where, yeah. <laughs> of like bug-eyed surprise just repeating the statements that are told to them. And then like as they've been talking about swinging, you know, we, we end with sort of Allison going, wow, I have so many questions. Ask away, Garrett invited. So in chapter two, Allison calls her friend Kari and is like, I've got some questions. She starts it uh, with a very like, oh, you know, how are you? Like, um, do you have a few minutes to talk? Um, and then, you know, Kari's like, yeah, sure. What's up? And it's like, yeah, oh, this I just is kind like, of want to. It's like weeks later after the first chapter, which is just the scene of them having the conversation. Uh, yeah. In whichever house they were, it doesn't really matter. And it's pretty so clear they've... Allison and Jack, as we find out uh, in a little bit, have been thinking about this sort of. Yeah. To themselves, Constantly. I think they didn't really mention it to each other. Um, yeah, she um, she says that they talked about it um, in the sense that they discussed the fact their friends did it, but there was no discussion about whether or not they would do it or be interested in it or anything like that. It's actually a really cute scene. We have um, Allison just kind of not really knowing what she wants to know and just kind of wanting reassurance more than anything, which Allison picks up on very well and sort of makes Allison admit that she's been thinking about it. And, yeah. you know, um, I think at some point Carrie says, sounds like you've been thinking about this a lot. Have you and Jack talked about it? And Allison has sort of like a, like a, no, I mean, no, not no, really. No. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, we talk yeah, about it but, generally, yeah. but not, not about us <laughs> doing it. Uh, and like, it's very awkward and nervous, but very cute. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Kari does a good job of kind of just like coaxing her out and just like being like, Hey, you know, it's like, it's okay to be into this. So yeah, that's really nice. You know, like Carrie and Garrett, they mentioned at some point that they were kind of nervous about talking about it with anyone, mm. uh, which I didn't, I like we yeah, it doesn't may come or may off not that have way, said, but, but uh, sure. It, they, you don't really get the sense <laughs> from them that they seem very open about it, but I, I mean, Jack and Allison apparently are the only other people they've talked to about it. And they mentioned, like, can you imagine if I told Connie from our women's circle about this? Yeah. She'd probably try to have me excommunicated. And we're not even Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that that I do find, like, at this point, it does make sense for Kari to be a bit more aggressive and in talking about it because it's like, holy shit, I have a friend I can actually talk to about this now. Because that is for sure a thing. And yeah, that's when uh, Kari is like, hey, like, do you want to like come to a party uh, just to watch? And this is a really good thing about this story in general is that at every step of the way, everyone is, including the characters themselves, are very like kind to the newbies. Like it's like, if you're really excited by it, just come along and watch. Like just come and sort of be around these people. You don't have to do anything. Just come watch. We and know they're not going to just watch, but we know they're not the going to just presented. watch, but it makes sense for these characters feeling so nervous to be like, well, we can definitely go just to watch. Like that's fine. And that is how people get out to stuff like this is like, well, you know, let's just go and meet some people. Let's just go and watch. Let's just go and sort of be in the area. So yeah, they agree to go to a New Year's Eve party um, at a huge bed and breakfast. Before we get to that, I just realized I skipped an entire scene. <laughs> um, oh. Before we get to the big mansion B&B, first Allison has to actually talk to Jack about it. Oh, of course. Which they do mostly while fucking. 
and this is the first that's sex scene of the great. story. Yeah, yeah, it's actually great because like they get to explore this fantasy without like actually doing the fantasy. Like they can just be together where they're comfortable and still explore the idea. Like the a lot of the dirty talk in the scene is about you want to see me doing this to someone else or do you want to see someone else doing this to me? And it's it's like really cool because they're both like getting more and more and more into it as it goes on. And sort of when they're done, they're like, so I guess maybe we'll want to do this, huh? And it's just really nice. I like it. One of the concerns that Allison brings up earlier on, and it's a concern that they sort of have about the idea of swinging is like, well, what are our reasons exactly for doing this? Mm. Do we want to be with other people do we not like each other is our sex life boring and like that's sort of the issue i think a lot of people have with the idea of swing yeah yeah um i think allison actually mentions i guess i realized that you and garrett were kind of right jack and i have been in sort of a rut in bed it's not bad it's just routine i don't know if we could do something as extreme as swinging but we could use a little spark yeah exactly um and like and so the idea of this in like later i guess that day uh, when we have the, the sex scene between Jack and Allison, it's this idea of the possibility of other people that sort of gets them excited again. Mm. And yeah, and yet it still remains about them. And that remains throughout the story in a way that I really, really like. So yeah, they agree they're going to go to this party just to watch. Not to take part, just just to watch. So they rock up to this party and they're all like, oh God, it's is it going to be like really wild is there gonna be like an orgy like the moment we walk in um because that is generally what people picture when they think of swinging swinger parties uh but no it's just like people hanging out just chatting it is just (laughs) and this is basically the first three quarters of the whole story it's just them being nervous at a party if you've ever met if you've ever (laughs) if you've ever known like socially anxious people or like a couple that just kind of they stick together they're at a party they don't know anyone they just kind of like uh and they stick together they're like kind of hesitant about talking to anyone uh and then at some point they like see across the room their two friends Karen and garen they're like beeline straight like, to them oh like, thank okay. god like, oh just... okay <laughs> we'll hang out with them it'll be okay and you know like even the, the friends are like yeah we'll show you around we'll introduce you to people and then the friends go to hook up with some other people and they're like okay you have to like here, go go talk to these people now because we're gonna go fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a very interesting spread of people at this party because it covers yeah. our main characters, Jack and Allison, are in their forties, and at this party, it covers like all age ranges. There are people in their forties, there are people in their thirties, there are people slightly older, and then there are like a few odd twenty-year-old couples that are that really stand yeah. out in there, but. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah and and that's true to life like that is like most sex parties i've been to are mostly people over 30 it's not just age range but it is like not every single person there is super hot there are like some yeah. couples that uh i think allison is the viewpoint character at that point allison's like well, mm. this guy was kind of creepy i don't want to be near him yeah and there's also i can't find the line because this book is really long and my kindle doesn't go very fast but um i think there is a line in there where allison sees a couple of couples where she's like oh i don't really not really they're not very attractive and then goes oh my god am i really shallow (laughs) um which i really liked because like that's a legitimate thing like you know you're like oh i don't want to i don't want to be judgmental 
Like because the sort of perception that that people have with these parties is like, well, it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter yeah. what who anyone. Just everyone does everything with everyone. It doesn't matter. But then yeah. this story comes from a place of more realistically understanding uh, how these parties go, and so these characters have to like shop around for a little bit uh yeah like get like find a couple that they like and like they need to agree like we're gonna i guess i didn't realize this but it, it makes sense when i think about it that the pairings would at least generally be like a couple and another couple it wasn't just like they would split off and go to random people it would be like the couple would be with the other couple would swap with the other yeah couple. it it kind of both versions are common like um, but it is pretty clear, like, that these two, like... Because certainly the fantasy is always to find another couple, right? Because then, like, you're a nice little unit kind of thing. Reality, like, people do tend to, like, split up a bit more commonly, but it's not like the couple thing doesn't happen. And, like, it makes sense, especially for new couples, to want the kind of security that's, that's kind of like, okay, well, if I'm with that person's partner and their partner's with my partner, th- that that may not sound logically safer, but emotionally it feels safer. So, like, it, it makes sense that that's kind of what they would be looking for. Yeah, I mean, specifically for Jack and Allison, I think they, as it goes into more detail later on uh, when they get to the sex scene, but um, they were pretty interested in seeing what their yeah each of them was pretty interested in seeing what their partner was doing so yeah that would just be easier if they were with another couple yeah so they meet so at this party they meet uh steve and kirsten i think are their names um which, can i just yeah. say i love all these middle-aged white people names oh i know isn't it great like <laughs> uh, i mean like again... it was okay but when they introduced pat and todd that that one yeah. got me <laughs> And like again, it's, I mean personally, that just makes it more realistic for me. <laughs> yeah. So she meets uh, Steve and Kristen. Sorry, um, right? Not Kristen. The that's the name. author's name. Kristen that's the is author. the character. <laughs> um, these two are the ones I think I mentioned earlier. There are two characters. These are the two characters yeah. that were featured in an earlier story uh, by the yeah. same author. They sort of. It's it's great because the the first part of this interaction, it's just people talking at a party. It's like, hey, you know, how's your night been? Like, how long have you two been married? Like, how did you meet Carrie and Grant? Like, Carrie and how Garrett? did you get like, into this? Uh, yeah, how did you get thing? into this? <laughs> like, it's it's very like yeah, it's just people talking at a party, and it's great because they don't they don't get to the sex for quite a while. Why do we? Yeah, we. Which is not to the downfall of this story. Everything no. before the sex is very good. It's very good. Like, like the thing that really makes this story so good is how much time is not spent on the sex, and that feels slightly weird to say, considering that I'm on record on this show as saying that I think that stories should get to the point. <laughs> um, but well, because I don't feel like that is the point of this story. Right. It exactly. Feels more like it's introducing to whoever the reader is like here's a realistic look at swing life uh and also maybe not because... like the most realistic i'm sure there's like some negatives oh, that sure. are ignored here but it is like more realistic but it's than porn. just a so <laughs> and like a lot of it is the enjoyment of that anticipation and that nervousness like that is a part of it as well that um, fear like i 
to say it like more seriously there is a lot of fear that jack and allison have of like are we okay doing this what does this Mm. say about me that i'm okay doing this yeah and like a lot of their concerns come from like like some of the most like obviously like real concerns such as i'm worried i'm gonna get jealous and then there's things like the page i have open we've got when they're talking to Stephen Kristen, it's like, uh, oh, you know, this is my wife. You know, Allie is amazing. She's the one that brought me here. And Allison goes, you were thinking about it too. She said she didn't want to come off like a crazy nympho. <laughs> like, yeah, that, so, <laughs> that was she, odd language to me, but it was, I'm sure. I, but I don't know. The reason I'm, sure I'm willing okay. to let it slide is because it very much felt like that was her self judgment. It, wa- it didn't feel like a judgment from the author. It felt yeah, like a yeah. judgment from the character. And that's why I'm sort of, I'm willing to let that one go. Cause like that, that's her fear. She's suddenly like, oh God, what if I am like some kind of oversexed nymphomaniac? Like, you know, as if that's a bad thing to be, but like, again, that's like, that's one of those fears that she has is like, oh God, what if I like it too much? Yeah. You know? And that is, I think a greater point that I wanted to make about this is, because we know immediately it's not just like straight erotica where they go straight to a sex scene, mm. it happens, and then everyone, uh, you know, goes back to what they were doing. It is an exploration of a first timer being introduced to uh, the swing life. But yeah, it's not, as I started to get concerned at some point, it's not just like philosophizing on this idea. It is actually two characters with very clear personalities. Yeah. Sort of reacting to this whole situation yeah like i mean the great thing about this is like these are characters with personality i can describe these characters like they have a personality like like i said like it doesn't feel like when the author says a character feels a certain way or thinks a certain way i don't feel like that is necessarily the author's opinion that's what the character is thinking of feeling and that is something sorely lacking in erotica unfortunately and even better than that because we switch viewpoint between allison and jack Mm. multiple times the way they talk is noticeably different different. yeah yeah uh Um, (laughs) jack is much more blunt about everything yes (laughs) (laughs) um and i do wonder if that's um maybe just what the author thinks men are like well Um, um i believe in I forget where I read this. It might have been in the author bio or something like that. But um, I think she got help from her husband on the male point of view uh, areas. Yeah, that's awesome. He gave input of like, here's how I think you should change it a little bit. That's see, that's really good. And I think this is what I yell about editing a lot on this show. And like this, this is a story that has been polished and that makes it so good. Like, I would be very interested to compare this to the one she wrote 15 years ago. Um, just like, like legitimately. I'm just sure to that see, was like, just like a sort of imaginative fan- uh, fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But just to see the difference, like just cause this is a really well polished. There's, there's very few typos in this story. That's a big deal. There was one, like, <laughs> there was one, uh, there was one yep. specific word choice that, confused me for quite a bit and i noticed uh one of the reviews on the amazon page pointed out as well at some point allison is in the throes of something and it's written like yeah. throwing a ball instead yeah. of <laughs> instead of t-h-r-o-e-s and that was the one that was the one i noticed and it was one that was pointed out by some reviewer uh but yeah. other than that 
very polished. I mean, yeah, story. it's still got a couple, but yeah, like compared to most things we read for the show, like very few typographic errors. Yeah, it's it's just it's a really well polished story. The uh, specific passage um, that I wanted to mention with them sounding different was the actual sex scenes when we'll eventually get to them. Allison mm. is a lot more is a lot slower and more hesitant, and like uses a bit more euphemism when she's talking. Um, yeah, but yeah. then when we get to uh, Jack having sex, the first two sentences are wildly blunt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there is just like the language of sex in this story. Uh, there's a lot of variety in the words she uses, and it yeah. At the very beginning, uh, when we mentioned the sex scene, the first sex scene with Allison and Jack before they get to the party, before anything happens, the first mention of anything erotic happening, it's described uh, from Allison's point of view. She peeled back the sheets and straddled him, pushing her sex down against the bulge in his boxers. And like mm. when I read that, I, I like alone in my house, uh, audibly was like, oh. <laughs> You know, because she described her sex. And I was like, really? Is that going to be the kind of story that this is? Um, But then obviously I read the rest of the story. They use use other language. Don't worry about that. Um, (laughs) But I think it's interesting that the very first time it's mentioned, they use this sort of very vanilla kind of conservative wording. And then once they get a little bit crazier as the swing party happens, uh, the language does... I don't know if it changes, like, in a general sense, but just I noticed the very first use was very different. Like, for me, I certainly noticed that there is, like, a huge variation, and that's great because it means you don't get bored. You, you're not reading the word tits over and over and over again, you know? <laughs> you're not reading the word cock over and over and over again. You do read that one more often, but there's a good reason for that. It's a good word to use in porn. Like, the sex... There is a lot of sex in this story, and... At no point did I find myself kind of going, uh, like, I've, re- I've seen this, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it, it, it all felt like new encounters, um, which is just really good. And yeah, so one thing I do want to harp on a little bit, because I think it's really, really good, is just the, the pages and pages and pages of Jack and Allison and Steve and Kristen just hanging out and flirting allison and steve go no i did i loved it like yeah uh okay so apparently i've just learned harped on it means exclusively negative in okay yeah that's (laughs) that confused me harp on is when it's negative okay no it's just kind of meant like go on about it okay um (laughs) um so no 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 i love it it's so good like allison and steve just like go dancing and like there's a lot of flirtatious talk and like Jack and Kristen go like explore the B and B. Yeah, because um, and- um, to sort of uh, go through the plot of this a little bit, they come to the party. They're like meeting people for a bit. They're like shopping around for people. They run into a few couples and they like look at each other like, oh, maybe these people. And then those people like leave with other people and they're yep. kind of like, oh, okay. And then they're hanging out. There's friends for a little bit, and then they meet this other couple, uh, Steve and Kristen, and then the couples swap i don't know if swing is the verb you would actually use there but like allison and steve go off on their own and jack and Kristen go off on their own not to have sex but just like to go explore the party a little bit Mm. 
And, uh, like, I had a particular enjoyment of the scene where uh, Jack and Kristen find, like, the dungeon. Um, <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> um, uh, there's one specific moment I assume you'll get to. Um, it just, look, I just found it, it's very funny because neither of them know anything about it. Uh, Kristen is implied to know a little bit more. But, like, still not very much. And, you know, they're both just kind of like, oh, this is like, oh, a dungeon kind of thing. And I just found it really endearing. Wow, like, imagine (laughs) just going into a sex shop, but not really, like, wandering into a sex shop. That's sort of the feel of that. Of like, oh, wow, look at that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I love that. And, like, and again, actually, this is quite realistic. Like, all the, the, the very few, which is not many, like, swingers like buildings like houses and stuff i've been in or venues do generally have like a dungeon area because there's a huge crossover in like bdsm and swinging communities and so when i saw they like came into the dungeon i was like yep that that checks out that's about right (laughs) um and there wasn't anyone else in it i believe at that time either and i'm like yep that also checks out all right (laughs) (laughs) uh and to Um, give a, a bit of uh character flavor to both jack and Kristen. Uh, he grabs anal beads, right? But he, like, doesn't know what it is. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Where is that? That's extremely uh, I can't good. find it either, but I just remember it. He, like, grabs yeah, a string yeah. of beads and goes, what and the fuck like, is this? And she's like, mm-mm. Nope. Put that back. <laughs> it's, and he's like, yeah, all right, it, whatever. <laughs> and I love this because it's just this kind of, like, clumsy like hey we're hanging out and it's kind of sexy and hey what's this like it just again it just felt so realistic like this this is just a couple of people who are getting to feel their chemistry and yeah. like because um it's delightful Kristen and steve the other couple they run into uh this is their like second time yeah it's party, like their I second party i think they said yeah uh yeah because so they're, they're also relatively near they are uh the protagonists of an earlier story uh hawaiian swing yeah, which or something we, we like that actually, we actually kind of get a cliff notes of in this story because when they're meeting the couple they're they're like oh you know we first got into this by we had this unexpected hot experience in hawaii and talk a little bit about that yeah and so, so these yeah. two are a little bit they're a little bit more experienced so they're a little bit less awkward but they are like you mentioned before being nice to these newcomers and like mm. we'll go at their pace yeah so, Jack and Allison are pretty clearly stalling of like, uh, I don't know. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, so I was like, all right, just let's like just hang out. Hanging yeah. out with these people thinking like, oh man, I am going to have sex with this person at some point. I wonder what my partner's doing. <laughs> uh, I think both of both of our uh, viewpoint characters at some point in this go like, well, we're just hanging out in this room. Is my part like, are they just having <laughs> yeah. sex right now? Yeah. Well, uh, but, like, they're both just sort of hanging out. And at some yeah, point, they reconnect. As it approaches midnight, um, both of them are like, oh, we should go find our spouses. Um, and as they, like, as Jack and Kristen, like, come back into the hall and, like, spot Steve and Allison, I, I think it might have just been Steve's point. Uh, sorry, it might have just been Jack's point of view. But um, it's this kind of like, oh, they're just there. It's okay. Like, <laughs> um, which, again, I, I, is realistic. You know, you go, you're scared. You're, like, 
to be like, oh no, it's okay. I can see them. They've just been like dancing or just hanging out. Like even if they're like kissing, that's fine. But just that fear and relief was very, very cute. So as we come to the stroke of midnight, we come to the only other unrealistic thing uh, about this party <laughs> that I, that particularly struck me, which was... I have no idea what you're about to say. So I'm excited. Um, so the 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 MC is like you know. At midnight, I can't remember the phrasing, and this book is really long. It's hard to find spots. But just like um, grab someone, yeah, it's and like give them a kiss well, at the stroke the of midnight. The MC is like, you know, do your kiss at midnight, and then it's like, and then we want the ladies to show their tits and men to drop their pants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, okay, the, the show your tits thing, I can that. Yep, sure, that's a, that's a thing. N- no, no, like <laughs> no well, one's gonna it's be not like presented in the story as something that is normal or makes any sense at all true that is true everyone um, kind of everyone who is asked goes like i don't know what the fuck what? that guy was talking yeah. about <laughs> it, i, re- I, hope no I really like that. actually um when you know because then we have like Kristen and and allison sort of being like you know like, Kristen's like yeah i'm gonna show my tits and allison's like oh maybe i want to um and like Which again the me- just the- <laughs> just felt like people being awkward at a party yeah <laughs> and then and you know like Allison if was you like, imagine are, are you replace gonna... that with oh, i'm gonna go dance yeah exactly it's the same it's exactly the same as that yes <laughs> and yeah then the you know Allison's like are you guys gonna like drop your pants and like i can't remember which one of them says it's like would that actually be hot for you and she's like yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, so I, so despite the fact that announcement was so silly, the way the characters reacted to it was like chef's kiss. Fantastic. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, so then for the midnight kiss, they kiss the other person, not their partner, um, which I had, a, I had a like visceral reaction to just because, because uh, I'm polyamorous, but uh, my midnight New Year's kisses are always with uh, my partner Lee. So I was like, "No, it has to be with the other." Like, but that's not. It, it, it like, made sense for them. Exactly. That like, was, one, I think their it wasn't their first kiss with the other couple. No, was it, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Um. Yeah. No. No. I just like like I had a visceral like, oh no. Um. And then was like, wait, hang on. <laughs> like, not everyone is me. Um. Yeah. It made sense for uh, them because that was exactly it was like an excuse sort of for them to be like and it's you know stop, they're no there stalling for this. when the countdown yeah. goes we do this yeah like they're there for this exciting experience and so like you know i, I think uh, allison is the point of view character at the time and she's like oh my god like can't believe we're kissing like not our spouse on on new year's eve kind of thing um and it's it's yeah it's really cute i, I, I once i got over myself i really liked it yeah. um because, like, that happens, and then a lot of things kind of kick off. Like, they do the drop uh, drop your bras, or what was it? Oh, yeah, drop yeah. Drop your tops. Like, yeah. Uh, and then they do, and then, like, a random dude uh, comes up. And <laughs> his exact line is, may I? <laughs> yeah. A dignified older gentleman. <laughs> that is, okay, that's funny, but that is 100% a thing that happens for sure. Like, um... And it's actually fine. Like, I imagine, I don't know how it comes off. Maybe you can let me know if it comes off as creepy or not to you. I'm curious. Uh, 
No, it seemed, it seemed fine. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, in these situations, it's just wandering up and being like, hey, may I? Like, that's actually, like, very cool. I mean, like, like in a normal the, situation, like, I would yeah. have a reaction <laughs> yeah, right. to it. But in this context, yeah, don't, I was don't, like... Don't do this okay, to someone okay. on the street. Like, I, but, I like... <laughs> was having the reaction I assume Allison or Jack was having, where I was like, okay, this is normal. No one else is freaking out. Let's... Okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm so, sorry. Like, we didn't like... explain what happened. Uh, Allison oh, drops yes. her top. Some dude comes up. Uh, I imagine in a suit. I don't know if he was in a suit. Uh, but he goes, may I? And then gropes her and kisses her. Yeah. And Allison and Jack have this reaction of like, okay, we were like talking to this other couple, but this is the first of just like. Random. This is a complete yeah. stranger. This is a total yeah. rando. So then, um, after that, I think I think that man's wife specifically uh, tries to do the same with Jack, but Jack is like not having it. <laughs> yeah, he's just not into it. Um, like he, he's yeah, the whole thing is like he spends the whole time just like staring at Allison, like getting her to get just like not in a not in a possessive way, in a like oh my god, this is like weirdly hot kind of way. Um, and I love how much this story reaffirms constantly how horny these characters are for each other. Like, there's, yeah. like, this is very much not a, like, this, th- if you're into, like, humiliation shit or, like, cuckolding or anything like that, this is not the story for you. Like, these people are so into each other and it's it's really nice. The sense yeah. I got from the story, the the sort of idea, like, the thing that they find so attractive is as a couple because uh, i think this couple is married for like 20 years or something like they've been yeah something like well that. okay they start off saying we've been together for 20 years and i think later they say 19 which sort of caught my attention yeah. like they dropped a year for some reason oh uh, no th- I- okay no i can tell you that's <laughs> legit though because my partner and i've been together for uh almost 12 years but i frequently just refer to us having been together as a decade so like <laughs> once you once you pass 10 years it's like you just kind of start rounding up (laughs) the idea that was my understanding the story is that uh they just were like too comfortable around each other and this is i assume this is the kind of idea for most uh swing couples is not like they're unhappy with each other but the the whole the whole uh, song and dance of making yourself look attractive to like a lot of it attract other people once you yeah. have someone and you're like comfortable and confident, like this person is with me, I'm not like insecure about that. Then you kind of let all that drop. And the idea that I got from this story is that this was a reason for them to clean up or like dress up. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sure. I don't know. But like this was a reason for them oh. to go, oh, I need to I need to make myself look good. I'm trying to attract a person. I and And like... I think it's also, a lot of it is also like look how hot my ha- my partner is yeah there's you like know, some they're, pride they're of like so hot check out how many you know, guys are going these, after my exactly wife. and like getting to see them in a new way like there's a lot of like watching each other being like f- liberated sexually yeah like it's it's a very complicated thing and also i apologize if there are any little meeps in the background my cat has just decided it's food time but, like, so, the idea of them seeing each other putting in the effort to try and attract someone. Yeah, like sure, that's Like, putting in the effort of, like, dressing up and being like, I'm here to... I want to say hook up with someone, but that seems to... That doesn't seem like the right term for it. Uh, oh, I think it's right. I mean, that I is know. kind yeah. of... Yeah, but, like, I don't know if what I'm trying to say is getting across, but, like... 
seeing the like confidence and sort of like the effort that someone is going through. Yeah, for in sure. It's a big part of it. Yeah. So we finally, after after midnight, uh, we finally the couples go up to bang, and we then actually I take it back. There is another unrealistic thing in this, um, which is once they get upstairs, they they have a discussion about safer sex, which makes me cringe. Okay, before um, we get to that, let's let people stew on that for a second. Before that happens, <laughs> um, we mentioned before uh, you walk into a swing party and suddenly it's an orgy, and that was the expectation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the stroke of midnight, this whole scene with the the dignified older gentleman happens, and then Steve and Kristen actually go off for us. Uh, they say, like, do you want to take this party upstairs? Uh, yeah. And then they go upstairs, but Allison and Jack are like, we'd like a minute to discuss with each other for a second. Yeah. Uh, like, touch base. And they have a bit of a conversation, and Jack mentions this expectation of, like, this is a lot more classy than I was expecting. I really thought people were just going to be having sex on the floor. And then Allison goes, well, uh, turn around. <laughs> <And> then- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And again, that's a that is a thing. Like, yeah, the first few hours, everyone's awkward and just hanging out. But once it kicks off, uh, once it kicks off, yeah, all bets are off. And then they sort of have this conversation um, of like, "How's this going? Are we, you know, like they touch yeah, base?" Like, yes, which is really nice to see. And then it, it's just like a cute moment between them to sort of reaffirm, like, this isn't about them not liking each other. Yeah, this is just like a thing that they're doing together. Uh, and then Jack smiled and said, well, okay, let's go upstairs and fuck other people. And then yeah. <laughs> Allison goes, you're an idiot. And then the chapter ends. <laughs> yeah. I love which that. Because it didn't end so with good. Jack like, let's go upstairs and fuck other It ends with Allison going, you're an idiot. Shut up. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, like, just really well done. One thing I did just want to mention uh mm-hmm. from earlier in the story, I don't know how common this is on stories we read for the library. Um not monstrous wangs not huge yeah crazy insane uh allison just sort of mentions like medium medium they're not too big because she mentioned at some point like too big not no some are too yeah big. she's like really I'm worried it's that not she's like gonna that. she's gonna find someone with a monster cock and she's like mm, don't want that <laughs> um so just yeah, wanted to and... put that little note in there like yeah yeah they're like, uh, like normal penis size. Yeah, like it's so good. Like all of these characters' bodies are just bodies. They're not like massively like like it's it's noted that like Kristen has huge tits, but that's like noteworthy in comparison. It, yeah, it's just it's 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 real good. Yeah, so they head upstairs um to bang it out with their new friends. Um Yeah, Kristen's and we, I just want to mention by the way while we're uh back to the point of just middle-aged white people names uh there are two steves they couldn't even yeah (laughs) there was another steve at some point oh my Uh, god really jesus yeah and i think an amber but amber with a y oh yeah yeah the amber with a but with a y that amused me so one thing that i wasn't too happy with in this story and i'm again i can forgive it because it's a fantasy but still is they have a conversation about safer sex where it's like do you want to use condoms or nah? I found it a little this, bit odd too, yeah. It's it, There's this big thing about, oh, everyone who comes to this party has to be tested. And I'm like, that is just super fucked up. Like, <laughs> it's like, first of all, that's casting a huge judgment on people with STIs, which is unnecessary. It also, like, like there's a lot of stuff they don't test for in your, like, generic test. 
and like just it i also no fucking sex party has this policy if they do they're horrible don't go to it like every sex party i have seen at least they don't police safer sex use or anything but they are very like the normal thing when you go to a sex party is you will be able to grab a condom and lube it will be within arm's length no matter where you are at the party which they do like, mention i think in this story also being the case yeah um and it, it just it felt really when they were like oh no you know we're both on birth control so and everyone here is mm. like tested mm. so we don't need to worry about it mm. and i just it bothered me because it, maybe it's a part of the fetish for the author in which case I, so. I would have liked that to have been lent into a little bit more because as it stands, it just feels like they're being irresponsible. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not someone who finds condoms like unsexy, but I, I understand that some people do feel like that. Mm. I, I, like, I assume that was kind of it, that they didn't want that in their porn story. Yeah, it just... In which case, like, I don't know, part of me kind of wishes they just skipped it like i don't know it, it it just it rubbed me the wrong way anyway though, that's that's pretty much my my one of the few grips i have with the story so the sex the sex is extensive this is a long ass sex scene it uh covers the rest of the story it's two chapters i think yeah and it's like it's really well written i i kind of don't have much to say about it because it's just really well done like yeah there's a lot of variety in what they're doing but it's also it does not... have a like a plot to it and yeah. they are like they are like thinking about again as they have been during this whole story they are like thinking about this whole idea the basic sort of, like at some point they have this conversation with uh, like these two couples have this conversation of like do we want to just go off to our separate rooms or do we mm. want to all four of us be in the same room and jack and allison make it clear like no we want to be in the same room because that's part of it for us that we want to see each other and so that is most of the sex scene is like we get i think both of their viewpoints while this is happening yeah the sex scene with them but like good portion of them is them kind of just like looking over at their partner and seeing yeah and there's just there's so much variety like both i mean we already talked about like the different words that are used but like what is happening changes a lot but not in a weird everyone's changing positions every five minutes kind of way yeah like it's very organic it's like yeah so yeah we start with them separate we then have allison on the bed getting essentially worshipped by all three other people in the room Uh, before that i think the the part that's memorable to me is the other couple is very cooperative about what jack and allison are into so i think steve does like get into a position where allison is yeah. directly facing the other couple and looking at them yeah uh, and i think she mentions them. at some point like oh this is kind of a bad angle because i'm mostly just looking at Kristen, which i don't want i want to see my husband and like, yeah <laughs> which i thought was good yeah it is good um and yeah like it's just yeah like that is very much a part of it uh for both of them and even like when all attention is on Allison, like there's a lot about you know a lot from Jack's point of view about like how beautiful she looks and how like amazing it is to have all this like stimulation on her and how she's reacting to it, um, and like how different she is in this context than yeah. what he normally knows her in. Yeah, exactly. I'm scrolling through the sex scene now, and I just 
remembered one other thing I wanted to note. Um, Because their names are Jack and Allison, uh, Steve and Kristen. But they, the couples have, or like the women have nicknames. Jack calls Allison Allie. uh, Steve calls Kristen Chris. um, Yeah. Which we see like a little bit in their conversations early on. Um, Mm. But now we see that like they're like jack is calling Kristen chris and steve is saying Allie. like they yeah are using the nicknames of like like really intimate nicknames with this couple that they're swapped with yeah it's 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 beautiful there's this very organic growth of intimacy because all of them start becoming a lot more freer with how they discuss things as well um and not just in a dirty talk way but like they just just the words seem to come easier to each of them. There's a really good bit after, I think it's right after Alison has come like three times or something from (laughs) everyone giving her attention where she's like, I just, I need a minute. And kind of stumbles (laughs) off to the bathroom. (laughs) Just like, like I'm oversensitive. Like, don't touch me. I need like (laughs) to wash my face and like, just not be touched for a minute, which I really liked. Yeah, it's just um, good sex. It's good writing. Yeah. At some point in there, Allison, who I guess is set up by the story as bi or like thinking about it at least. Yeah, I mean there are a few hints like early on where she's saying how like you know she gets kind of turned on thinking about like her friend Kari getting like banged yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So like she there is certainly a latent uh bisexual bi curiousness, I guess. I believe Allie. that's exactly the term they use as well. Yeah. Latent bisexuality. But I just found it funny that there was a moment of like Allison and Kristen sort of go towards each other in the bed and then Steve and Jack kind of both see this and then they both go to the other bed and just sit down and they're like, I guess a show is about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) They just like sit next to each other on the bed. Just like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I guess this is happening. (laughs) Uh, That's fantastic. I didn't picture it that way, but now that I am, that's that's amazing. Um, Yeah, because this is... This is like these are all with that exception, uh, they are mostly straight people in yeah. this whole party. And that was something I was like, I don't know how this is gonna play out. Like is this is are Jack and Steve gonna do something or are they gonna be like weird about it? But they just mm. don't mention it because it's not relevant to anything. They don't I need have to. to say I really liked I was fully prepared for a bunch of no homo. And there I was isn't prepared any of for that. either that or that they were gonna do something, and I would feel weird about either of those, I think. I was not expecting them to do something at all. Like, that was literally never something I, I yeah, expected. Yeah. Um, just because the kind of, like, unfortunately, straight men who attend these kinds of things are usually quite homophobic. Not about women, of course. That's fine. Um, yeah, but... I mean, that's really the only reason I was thinking about it is because Allison yeah. and Kristen were doing this. I was like, are they going to mention Jack and Steve? Are they going to be like, are they going to talk about that at all? yeah. And I would I kind feel of weird like about it didn't. going either yeah. way. Because if, yeah. if if it went, they were like, don't touch me, then I'll be like, uh, I don't want to hear this. But if they were together, I would be like, I feel like I should have been warned. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the people who read these stories, at least generally, like, I think you would need to be warned about that. I mean, I think warning in the sense that maybe we would have wanted to have had a similar thing from Jack of like thinking about men his wife might be with. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't think that, like, it would require more warning than... The like... the sentence I'm looking at specifically is when Jack is looking at Steve's cock, and it what he actually says, like, Steve 
did have a nice thick cock, yes. Jack had to compare himself, of course. But thankfully, it was not some huge monster. Jack wasn't yeah. ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I liked I liked the, the lack of homophobia. God, that's a sad thing to be happy about in a story. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, look, people. Um... <laughs> So yeah, like it's 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 just a really good sex scene and they just get absolutely fucking exhausted from banging like all night. Yep. And Allison um, particularly gets like liberated and freed and all this stuff that she mentions and that Jack sort of mentions. He saw Allison with new eyes. She was sexy and slutty and free. He had no idea seeing her behave like this would be such a huge thrill. Did it mm. make him weak that this turned him on? Jack wasn't going to judge himself like that. He was just going to enjoy this night for what it was. I liked that, yeah, because, like, it's sort of an acknowledgement of, like, oh, these thoughts are creeping in, but also fuck off, bad thoughts. Like, <laughs> Oh, and right after that, I'm looking at it now, I forgot about this. Jack had another surprise. Allison had shaved her pussy bare for tonight. Hmm. He thought about how much fun it would be teasing Allison about, to, uh, about that, specifically. Because, mm. um, I forgot what it was, but that's mentioned earlier in the story. Oh, because she's... A natural brunette but her hair is dyed blonde yeah so at yeah. some point he mentions like her hair is blonde but like down there it's brunette so that's how someone at this party might find that out and like have something to comment and i think that would be interesting and like he, jack's Wait. thinking about that yeah uh, so then when this happens he's like oh interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna talk i'm gonna have a talk with her about that later yeah <laughs> not like in a serious way just like well, no just in a like <laughs> she did well. that and i noticed so she's yep. gonna get a lot of teasing about that and there's something um the other way there's something that jack does that allison makes a note of of like i'm gonna make fun of him later for that but i forget what it is um anyway we are running long so <laughs> yeah chapter eight uh it is a long story but even so uh chapter eight is last last chapter and we've got allison waking up um in the morning after and jack's not there at the moment um uh, but Kari is to get breakfast or something with uh, yeah, the couple with, from the um, beginning of the story, uh, Carrie and Garrett. Yeah, there's a there's a nice like Kari is like, oh, sorry, we didn't reconnect with you guys last night, which I thought was <clears> nice, <throat> sort of a like, hey, sorry, we forgot to check in on you, and they're just like, no, it's fine. Like Chris and Steve, we didn't were busy. Leave. Like yeah, <laughs> apparently Jack had been bragging, um, which I that I find that detail lovely. Um, just like imagining him being like. Yeah, like you should have seen her. Like I, I, I love that. The, this final note on the story is like a debriefing sort of session where it's the morning and they're talking with the uh, their friends who originally introduced them. Yeah, the, the and the original... friends are like, "So how'd you like it?" And then they're like, yeah. well, "Here's how it went." And they're like, oh, it was pretty good." And then we come to the thing that I was annoyed by, and that they do bang their friends. Um, uh, now... Well, I mean, again, the story itself makes a note of this being kind of weird. Because Allison just sort of starts and Jack's like, uh, we didn't discuss this. Yeah, the thing that bothers me about it, though, is that this is a substantially smaller sex scene. Now, that in itself isn't a problem, but it felt very tacked on the end to me. I felt like the story would have ended really well with, like, a debrief and get breakfast and chat about stuff. The extra sex scene... Like, it, was... it felt like it should have been, like, an epilogue, but instead we started going yeah. into another scene... Yeah, and because it is kind of an epilogue, and I mean, even in it, like, Allison is like, I am way too sore to get fucked. Like, that's not happening. And it's just kind of... I feel like the story would be stronger without this sex scene at the end. It's not a bad sex scene or anything. It's just 
really fast and yeah like yeah i mean I don't... it is supposed to be fast like because i think allison mentioned is she's like still sore a little bit yeah or something. and they just sort of the idea i guess is that they're now more comfortable with this idea uh they're like liberated or whatever and they're just like well, let's yeah i mean i whatever. think well you, like specifically you... allison just sort of starts and jack has a moment of like um yeah okay <laughs> and then he starts and it's interesting because, like, again, talking about the bodies in this story, there is a lot of variety here again. Uh, they mention Carrie is, like, a lot more athletic. And that's, like, Jack comments on that quite a bit. And yeah. just, like, it is it is also a well-written, like, interesting scene. It's just weird that it's on the end of the whole rest yeah, of the like, story. Yeah, like, I think what would have been better would have been to have them flirting a lot at the end and maybe like oh maybe next time we'll stick closer to you you know or something like that and then write a sequel where they bang their friends i mean that I might be like... what this is sort of setting up yeah in a um way. i don't know but yeah i just the, i do at the same time there are other i can i can still sort of argue reasons for this scene i guess because they had this experience where they're like the idea is that they're getting into swing which is just having sex with other people so it would be i guess the idea was we didn't want to just show them having sex with one couple we wanted to give you a taste yeah, of I like so. they are now going to have sex with other people and the sex scene with carrie and garrett is very different because carrie and garrett are much it is more aggressive. It's extremely different yeah they're much more aggressive people and so they're like okay this is different from the other couple that we had sex with and it's different from each other so like yeah there's more variety and it, this is sort of a taste of like, oh, there are so many different ways to do this. Yeah, I I really, one thing I didn't like uh, about it as well was there's a bit where Jack says, well, he thinks, sorry, he doesn't say it. This was by far the hottest fuck he'd had at the party. That doesn't track though, because this is like, <laughs> this is like four pages compared to like 20 of like, as a Poor reader, the, the other... The other sex scene was like mind-blowingly amazing because there's all this stuff happening and it was so in intense and like so much happened. I mean, they're both worn out from it. Like, and then this quick fuck is somehow the hottest sex. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm just like that doesn't track. <laughs> that doesn't track at all. Like. It just seems like a really odd... It feels a bit... Like, that feels like a bit of bad writing. Like, no, see, it's hot. I'm telling you it is. When I'm like... I mean, I'm I'm already not here, and that's just pushing me further away from it. Yeah, I just think... if they, I think this scene could have been better if it was given the same attention that the scenes with Steve and Kristen had been given. This is I just... It's, it's much less than that, both in, in length and in, like, detail. And, yeah, I don't know. I just... Like, as I said, it's not bad. I just think that the story would be stronger either without it or with it expanded. Yeah, I can see that. So, yes, then the story ends with, uh, is our New Year's resolution that we're going to be swingers? And Allison smiled naughtily, I guess so. It's more fun than going to the gym. Uh, which I quite liked, actually. <laughs> so, yes, that was A Swinging New Year's Eve by Kirsten McCurran. It is $3 or $2. I don't know what it is in your currency. Uh, $3, dear I listener. believe. Yeah, $3 for me as well um, on Kindle. Uh, it doesn't look like it's on Unlimited. I don't think it is. I don't so think it you, is. You will have to fork out money, but it is really good. Would you recommend it? Absolutely, I would. I would recommend yeah, me too. this story. It's, it's 90 pages, and it's interesting 
both as an erotica and just like it was a very well written and interesting story yeah and beyond also that, just a really good story yeah, i would recommend like, this and i think i would uh i would venture to recommend other works by this author probably yeah i certainly i think it would be worth exploring the rest of their work yeah i recommend it too it's a really good book so where can people find you Aaron? so if you want to chat to me you can do that over on twitter i'm at Aaron kyan e-r-i-n-k-y-a-n and if you want to know more about me and all the shit i get up to you can check that out at my website erinkian.com where can people find you Aya? basically just twitter uh, i'm on there at teller farsight yeah i mean if you want to talk to me and Aaron and the other librarians, you can also join uh, the Discord. I think you can find it. Oh, you can find it on the Twitter. There's a link to it on the Twitter somewhere, at uh, Red Light Library. Uh, and I believe there's a link to it on the website as well, redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, you can see our other episodes. You can see the show notes. There are also tags for all the stories we read if you want to look for a specific kink or specific subject matter in the stories we read which i find pretty helpful we have a lot of fun on the discord if you want to join us yes it is a lot of fun (laughs) uh happy new years happy new years everyone hopefully 2019 is a bit better than what we've just lived through (laughs) see you next tuesday bye everyone